Welcome to Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast, your weekly opportunity to tune in and listen to the best review team online, taking time out to chat with you and each other about all topics in the world of lingerie, hosiery, and much more. Enjoy today's episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Lingerie Lowdown podcast. My name is Dolly, or you might know me through my podcast as the Queen of Pyjamas. But today, I'm not going to be talking about pyjamas. Um, I've actually got a fellow model here, but I will get to that in a moment. So I do one podcast a month for Lingerie Lowdown. You can find those on Spotify. And I really enjoy talking to other ladies in the industry um, and talking all things lingerie, hosiery and much, much more. So today I am joined by the gorgeous Angel. Hi there, I'm absolutely delighted to be on this podcast today. Thank you for having me. No problem. So we've just come out of lockdown here in the UK. It's been a long, boring, tiring year. Would you agree? I have. I feel like it's been interesting and I've learned a lot as well in between all of that tediousness Yeah, it feels like much longer than a year. I feel like we've God. aged quite a few years. <laughs> Um, I feel like we need a lockdown age. Yeah, I, um, I spent almost my whole 28th year of life in lockdown, and I feel like that's a whole year just of nothing. It's the last sort of glimpse of your late 20s. Yeah, exactly, and I had to stay inside for it. No holidays. So, Angel, did you learn anything about yourself during lockdown? Yes, I did, actually. Um, I learned that I really wanted to pursue my painting and my art because it's something I've always been really passionate about. So I spent a lot of my free time painting and doing um, more of creative things that I've been meaning to do, but obviously been working and not had the free time. So yeah, I've been selling a lot of art and realised that that's kind of what I want to do, as well as modelling. But it's been really enjoyable. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. And have you been selling your art to like new people or? Yeah, yeah, I've been selling a lot of it online, uh, word of mouth and loads of prints and it's been pretty continuous and it's been a snowball effect and getting really creative and experimenting with different types of art and materials and yeah, it's just a kind of a dream being able to fulfil your passion. So lockdown has been really challenging, but that aspect of it has been super rewarding. And I feel like it's been the same with a lot of different people. Yeah, people have free time. Because it kind of what they care about. Yeah, because it kind of makes you reflect and look um, inward and realise what you actually really want to do with your time on this planet. You want to be doing what you're passionate about. Yeah, definitely. Um, So how about you? Have you learned anything about yourself? Um... I've learned that if I'm not forced to exercise, I won't. <laughs> so, like, the first week I did that hour walk a day. And nice. I think everyone did that, didn't they? We all... Had... Also, we were going into spring. It yeah. Was the, I, it's I, new I, life. I feel like spring brings a new energy to people. Definitely, yeah. And I feel like maybe the first lockdown, there was almost a novelty to it. It was. Absolutely. And I did so second... many jigsaw puzzles. Yeah, learned a new language, learned a bit of Spanish. And then the second lockdown was... 
utterly awful because mm. it was getting darker earlier yeah. you every every big jigsaw puzzle you'd been waiting to do you'd done i'd spring cleaned everything and i was bored of that yeah. can't exercise in torrential rain and minus two yeah the second one was really miserable it was really tedious there's only so many netflix films you can watch right yeah talking of netflix um did you discover any new favorites yeah, um, I binge watched Rick and Morty. So oh, okay. Times. Yeah, so I rewatched that. Um, how about you? Um, well, obviously Tiger King. What's Tiger King? I've heard a lot about it. Oh, you need to see it. Tell me about it's it. It's about some rednecks um, <laughs> that have like loads of tigers. Basically, you just need. I can't even tell you. I can't even tell you. It's... So is it perfect for tiger lovers? Yeah. Well, not really, because they're quite mistreated. But it's a real oh. thing. Like, like Louis I, Theroux did interview yes, this guy a long time ago, yes. and this is a series on his life because it is just craziness. Oh, brilliant! I can't believe you haven't watched Tiger King. I haven't. I've heard a lot about it, but um, do you know I don't really watch a lot of Netflix or TV. Really? Generally. No, not really. I don't watch a lot. I only watch it in the evening, and I tend to do a lot of editing. Okay, yeah, no, it's good to watch when you're editing. Hmm. Um, you did watch Seaspiracy though, didn't you? I did watch Seaspiracy, yeah. It was a real eye-opener. Um, I actually found I ate more fish after watching it, which is terrible, but I suppose it made me re- remember how much I loved fish. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, I learned a lot about uh, different things, like 40% of plastic is from fishing equipment. That's insane, right? That is really insane, just floating there. Yeah, and it was super and sad, I- especially the bit about the whales. Like, no one wants to see a beached whale. Or the bit about the fins. That was awful, just was dropping so them back horrendous. in. Like, just I know it happens, but yeah. actually seeing it was awful. It was. So just, a, the- just a really small plug here. I've actually got a podcast all about plastic, single-use plastic, so you're welcome to check that out. So has uh, Penny Lee, I believe. Oh, um, brilliant, yeah. Yeah, so you should have a listen, and I'll make you feel really bad about single-use plastic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If you don't feel guilty enough Definitely already. check it out. So, yeah, I watched a few things like that. Um, I mainly did jigsaw puzzles. You mainly did jigsaw puzzles. Nice. Yeah, I absolutely love a jigsaw puzzle. So, speaking of games, um, my boyfriend and I got into a game called Lord of the Rings, the card game, which started off really well. We both really got into it. But we kind of learned the rules at different paces and I just like to get things done and he likes to take his time so we had so many arguments playing it. But What sort of game? It's a Lord of the Rings, the card game. It's a really nerdy role-playing game where you battle. Is it like uh, magic cards? Sort of yeah, thing. it's magic cards, yeah. but it's really in-depth. It's got like a 30-page rule book and it takes at least seven plates to remotely gauge what's going on. But wow. it was really fun, super nerdy. And I also got into Dungeons & Dragons. So I've been playing that with a few friends, which is really different to how I imagined it, but something to look forward to. It's fun being an elf. Escaping the lockdown as an elf. Yeah. I've got a few friends that play World of Warcraft and stuff like that. And... Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it's nothing like World of Warcraft. Oh, is it but not? Yeah, no, that... Oh, no, it's a real-life dice game, so it's... You don't... Uh, what? It's not oh, the old Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've played that. Oh, oh actually. Yeah. So, have you seen... Because I don't know if uh, the listeners know, but me and Angel are from the same quite small town. Yeah. Have you seen the board game shop in town? Yeah. Oh, my God, that looks so fun. It does. Um, oh, what's it called? Ransacked. 
Yes, looks really good one. where yeah. Gamleys used to be. Yes. That road will forever be where Gamleys used to be. Oh, Gamleys, I saw is, that. Gamleys is just an incredible toy shop that is just a kid's haven. It was just a massive floor of all the toys you could ever imagine. Yeah. And you'd be begging your parents to spend like four hours in there. And they never wanted to. But no. now it's opened up as um, a board game and card game place. So oh, we should brilliant. go there because none of my friends like playing like physical games. Oh, no, I love physical games. Yeah, I don't like online gaming. No, I like physical I games. To, but they're total time waster yeah i did play a few online games during lockdown uh call of duty um, really that surprises me you don't strike me as a cod girl in what way it seems a bit aggressive for you i love aggressive games really i've I've always played uh, fighting games shooting up yeah love it my favorite game is actually borderlands which is like a dystopian cell uh shaded um game which is super fun yeah, so it's a shooting game, but it's just got a bit of levity to it. So it's not like Call of Duty, which takes itself what so seriously. What do you seriously. mean a bit of levity? Sorry, as a non-gamer here. It's, so it, it's just a bit easygoing and it's got a funny storyline and all the characters are really tongue-in-cheek over the top. Um, okay. You'll know when you play it. It's it's super fun and I love all the different characters in it and it's the graphics are incredible. Have you seen Into the Spider-Verse? No. Okay. Well, it's like a self-shaded uh, animation style. It looks really visually impressive. So I love it. I did watch someone playing a game called Witcher or The Witcher. The Witcher. That was awesome. That. The, the graphics looked amazing on that. Yeah. So did you discover any Netflix favourites? Hmm. Other than... Um, I think Tiger King was like Tiger a, King. just an overall favourite, wasn't it? What did I do? I, I wouldn't say Netflix as such, but you know what? I rewatched a lot of things. For example, I rewatched Black Books. Yeah, nice. Do you remember that? Just yep. see little things. I rewatched um, The IT Crowd. Yeah, I love The IT Crowd. It's a bit dated now. Yeah, really dated. I think anything with canned laughter is dated. Yeah. But it's I um, have quite bad anxiety, so I don't necessarily like to watch new things. No. That's something you know I realised. Yeah, I I never knew why I didn't like starting new things, but I, now I know it's people with anxiety tend to well, like. Okay, that's interesting. That you know the outcome. Well, also, also you get more of a dopamine hit with something you're familiar with. Definitely, and also nostalgia. You can um, sort of like mediate your mood as such, mm. regulate your mood. Like oh, I know how this makes me feel. There's no anxiety about how it's going to make me feel. You yeah, because you know you know exactly what to expect. Um, so I also rewatched Desperate Housewives. Yeah, I'm two uh, two series into that, and I watched it when I was like ten. And the difference in viewpoints now to watching it is incredible. You didn't realize how sexist it was back in the day. I'll tell you something. I've rewatched and thought of it very differently. Do you remember Malcolm in the Middle? I've only watched a couple of episodes. I of used that. to remember that being um, that the mum was awful. The mum was this horrible, screaming, oh, really? aggressive, eager <laughs> woman. Watching it back, oh my gosh, that poor woman, she's a saint, and the kids are just driving horrible. her mad. Yeah, so, yeah, of course, she's from always. From point of view, yeah. isn't it? So, of course, she's always screaming because yeah. everyone's like making such a mess and everything like that. So, I really watch Malcolm in the Middle. I always find it funny when you rewatch something when you're a kid, you're like, oh my god, they look so old, and now you watch it like, oh my god, they so look so young. young. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing I did rewatch recently and I've seen this enough times uh, to know but um, Little Mermaid oh I love that film right when she's like dad I want to leave the ocean and go and spend my life with a man that I've never spoken to I've never met 
and I'm 16 because it's her 16th birthday. <laughs> and he's like some prince, right? Yeah, imagine being 16 yeah. and saying to your dad, like, oh, I know what I want. And, and at the time, I thought, you and know. She, all she has to do is bat her blue eyes and she And lose her voice because he doesn't want to talk yeah. to her anyway. So all really got to do is it's be, have no personality. And be a pretty 16 And be 16 and, and get your dad's will, permission. And the guy will love you. It's yeah. a really old film, right? 90s, 80s? Yeah, yeah, late 90s. So growing up, um, I think, ruins those sort of yeah. fairy tales because you're like you were 16 how do you even know. know what you want that's not love you never even spoke to and him and that doesn't really give a good image of what 16 year olds should want in life no I don't just want to have, have a no voice just legs yeah just, just anything legs but legs big eyes exactly have you ever watched Fleabag I haven't what's that oh you would love Fleabag it's a, a BBC um, series but you, I'm sure you would love Fleabag very very funny why is it funny it's just sort of that dry British humour, and it's about someone who she's quite middle class, um, but is a bit of a bum. But it's a bit of a flea bag, you know. Okay, like it's yeah, it's just nice. perfect. It's really really well done. It's got some brilliant people in it. Um, Olivia Coleman, oh, loads of good nice. names in it. I tell you what I found funny was Afterlife, but you have to be a Ricky Gervais. No, I couldn't. Lover. No, you don't. I do like Ricky Gervais. It was too sad for me. No, I can understand. I can't that. do deaths. No, really. absolutely understandable. But... Um. Now I'm thinking about after that was so sad. It but, was really sad, but beautifully done. Beautifully I watched done. one episode and yeah. I could tell why it was so popular. Yeah. But I also thought I'm going to be crying at night about this. Yeah, it's not very IT crowd kind of humor. No, it isn't. Do you know what? I, speaking of things that we I rewatched, we my boyfriend and I rewatched Flight of the Concords. Oh, so good. It is really so good, good, but very dated again. Yeah. yeah, a lot of sexist overtones and yeah, not oh, as funny. Yeah. Not as funny leggy the blonde, second time around. Leggy yeah. blonde. <laughs> So, um, what did you miss most about pre-lockdown? So, when you were trapped in the house, what did you miss most about your normal life? Just being able to go travelling and book a flight wherever in the world and knowing that you can't do that and you're trapped indoors was pretty suffocating. Yep, definitely. Also, I missed, um, like, having a plan. Because yeah. even having no plan was a plan to me. I think, well, I'm not going to plan that month. Whereas lockdown, you couldn't make any plans because you just didn't know what was going to be happening. So it got yeah. a bit... And it made you kind of have this scarcity mentality that if you plan something, that it would disappear. Yeah. So it makes you kind of not want to book anything because you're too worried that it might not happen. And the first lockdown, I rescheduled a lot of things. Yes, me too. And I was like, oh, I just re- that's and you know, I was thinking like, oh, I'll go to that in May. Yeah. Ha ha ha! Lol. If <laughs> only we, we knew exactly. Yeah, here we are. I know, but it's kind of made you have that mentality when everything goes back to normal. I hate that phrase because it just seems like it's been oversaid. I'm just going to be yes man and book everything. Yeah, I am. And never make excuses. Like I was speaking to a photographer yesterday and he said before, like he'd never book anything. He was always too scared. And he was like, oh, I'll do it next year. And now he's just realised that life is so short and things can just be taken away from you overnight. Mm. And I feel like I need to make up for all the stuff I didn't do last year. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was planning on going to India pre, uh, just like the week before we went into lockdown. Yeah, I was going to do my yoga teacher training, so I basically had no home, (laughs) and I had to move in with a friend's parents and lodge a room. So I went from an epic two months trip to India to lodging in a one of my best friend's room. Is that something you plan on doing again, though? Oh, absolutely. When the world goes back to normal. (laughs) Oh no, because I forgot you do your yoga. Yeah. Um, where, what country did you go to? You went somewhere amazing to do yoga, Thailand. didn't you? Thailand. Yeah, oh. that was probably one of the best times of my life. You've been to Thailand as well, haven't you? I have. Was there a little um, pun there? One of the best times. Yeah. <laughs>
enjoying the conversations today? Well, we wanted to take a short break to tell you more about our website. Are you looking to treat a loved one or yourself to some new lingerie or hosiery and don't know where to start? Let the most diverse team of presenters from around the globe introduce you to more than 460 brands as we publish new and exclusive reviews every day. In fact, we have over 5,000 reviews online right now and you can join us from only $7.99 a month. However, we want to treat you to something a little special for listening to our podcast today. So use the promo code podcast when buying a three, six or 12 month membership and we'll give you an extra 10% off the purchase price. Best of all, there's no time limit with this code so you can keep using it each time you renew your membership. Please note this is not applicable to the monthly membership. So, after listening to the rest of this podcast, head on over to lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use the promo code podcast today. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the podcast. I didn't really learn any skills. Um... I wouldn't say skills, no, no. I'm no, I, you can't get a skill out of a jigsaw puzzle. Is a two thousand piece jigsaw puzzle a skill? I think that's pretty impressive. I give up about five minutes in. I, I, there's too many pieces for yeah for me to concentrate. How do you do it? Like I feel like that is a massive skill. I admire people that can sit have, down and do a jigsaw I puzzle. Do you know what I can't do? I can't watch a film. No. Can't watch a film, no, no way. And there's through. pressure, I yeah. feel. There's pressure to be watching it. I don't want to miss something. You never think, oh, I missed that piece with the puzzle. Do you know what I mean? You no. can come to it and go. If yeah. you do a little bit, you do a little bit. If you don't... You can do it in stages. The great thing about puzzles as well is there's nothing harder than the beginning. So at yeah. the beginning, you're like, oh, gosh, it's never going to go together. Yeah. And then every piece that you put in... I feel it, like it's very satisfying. It gets easier because you have less pieces left. Yeah. So um, I also, I made some friends. This is going to sound really sad, Okay. But I made some friends online and we did a puzzle sharing. All right, don't laugh, don't laugh, don't laugh with your card games. I'm just jealous. I made some friends online, right, who also do jigsaw puzzles. And we were posting them up and down the country because no one was open to get puzzles. They all went really expensive on eBay because I think everyone was thinking, oh, I'll do a jigsaw puzzle. So I made a few friends. Some of them are in Cornwall, all Ooh. over England. And you pay like a you know little bit towards postage, and they'll send you a whole big box of jigsaw puzzles, and then you just post them to the next person down the chain. Oh, so brilliant! It was really good because when charity shops weren't open, and you know, yeah, because I would have thought puzzles were really accessible. Like everyone's got a puzzle they want to. They've sell. got one, yeah, and then but then when everyone had sold their one from their cupboard, they were gone again, and everyone wanted to do more, and you know, also um the old people's homes. Like, were swooping them up on eBay. Oh, brilliant. I saw puzzles going for, like, £50. Oh, my God. Yes, they found this Facebook It was a bit like bicycles. Everyone got into cycling and you couldn't find any decent second-hand bikes, whereas normally there'd be hundreds for, like, a tenner on the marketplace. My mum said that um, pets, everyone wanted to get a pet in lockdown and train it because they were going to be home. So she wanted to get a kitten and just nowhere. They were all like... That's quite a big commitment. Like, lockdown's probably two years max and a dog is for life or a cat. Yeah, but if you wanted one anyway... Yeah, true. To, to train it and yeah. get it used to the home. Yeah. You know, and with a cat, you've got to keep it in for one or two weeks anyway, mm, don't you? True. So I think you'd rather do that when you were there than at work. That's true. I feel like pets are very much a novelty, though, sometimes. And I feel like not lockdown people are bored. Like, let's just get a cat. And then they realise, actually, don't want a pet. Yeah. When, it, when they go back to work. Because it's a lot of responsibility. And the animals will get used to them being there all the time. And then, when the world goes back to Oh, home. no. <laughs> so, 
Talking of lockdown, as we are doing, obviously as a model you've got lots of gorgeous outfits, lots of nice dresses and lingerie and things. What was your go-to outfit? And be honest. Honestly, amongst all those dresses and lovely lingerie, it was just my space Amazon trackies and a really baggy top from ASOS that I've just reviewed with you. Road tested. Yeah, road tested. So that was it what was you just spent comfort. Most of lockdown, yeah, and I'd kind of re- realised I reached a point of just wearing absolute slobbish outfits and looking like I'd just been dragged through a bush. I actually wanted to make an effort, so I started wearing makeup again and dressing up, even though I wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> I didn't wear a bra for like yeah, ten months, that's and when it, I put no one bra. back on. It felt so tight. Yeah, it just feels really weird. It feels like you're suffocating. Yeah, something like round my rib cage. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, mostly just like rotated about three pairs of trackies. Well, as you probably know, my nickname is the Queen of Pajamas. Um, so you've got what is it, twenty six pairs? More now because yeah. of lockdown. But then also I've worn a few out. Yeah, but I nice. did treat myself because. Uh, supermarkets were still selling clothing through most of lockdown. Mm-hmm. I love a supermarket PJ set. <laughs> so like once a month. And I'd also, what I would tell myself was that, um, well, I haven't bought many clothes this year because of lockdown. So I'm allowed this little pair of pyjamas and I'm definitely going to get the use out of them, which I did. Oh, brilliant. So your go-to outfit was that ASOS top and some space trackies. I think mine was just all different types of pyjamas, really. Yeah. Nice. Or just being naked, you know? That's always a good option. Not during winter, though. Yeah. I'm not that much of a naked person. Oh, really? No, I love it. Just chilling in your birthday suit. It's nothing better. Actually, yeah, I suppose. But I sleep... I don't sleep naked. Do you not? No, and I could be naked all day, but when I go to bed, I want to wear clothes. Do you? Mm. No, fair play. Maybe you feel comforted in a little blanket of pyjamas. Yeah, I don't really like all my skin touching itself. Really? <laughs> I love that. I think it's weird. Like, when I wake up, I'm like, oh, I want my skin. <laughs> I'm just a sack of organs with skin. <laughs> Trapped in your flesh prison. <laughs> oh, goodness. So my next question for you post-lockdown is, did you buy any new lingerie during lockdown? Do you know what? I actually didn't because I just knew that I wouldn't be wearing it for photo shoots. Yeah. And I actually became really lazy. I stopped really wearing bras like yourself and I came, bleh, I went into really bad habits. Um, but then I kind of realised how much I love lingerie. So I started wearing bras more than I ever had. And I've actually developed a newfound love for it even more. Which has been really I know great. what you mean, actually, because I didn't buy any for lockdown because I thought everything, the future's a little bit unstable. Yeah. I've got loads that I could wear anyway and yeah. no one's seeing it. No one's yeah, coming over. No one's over. seeing me. I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to grow a beard. And then I think I got to the same kind of stage as you, um, like after the halfway point where I started to think, oh, actually, I want to feel nice Yeah, you want to feel good because I just felt ridiculously unsexy. Yeah, and there would be days where I was like, I'm going to put makeup on <laughs> and I'm going to take a picture of myself. I would literally think I'm going to make do a selfie. I think lockdown turned us all into the most feral version of ourselves that we'd ever been. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really glad the shops are back open now. Yeah, um, me too. But... I actually treated myself to laundry for the first time probably in a year. Did you? Where was that? Let me guess. Summers. Oh. Yeah, no, not Boo Avenue. Oh, I, I was going to guess Anne Summers. Oh, were you? Sorry. Yeah, because you messaged me when you were in there. Oh, no, it was absolutely <laughs> amazing. They've got, a, they've got a sale on at the moment. They've just got a ton of really beautiful, lacy, gorgeous 
lingerie sets. Is it their old stuff they're getting a sale on? I think, think? They've, yeah, they've got uh, like a set of all their old stuff, but they've got some brand new, amazing sets as well, including one I bought for you today. That was absolutely gorgeous. I love that. So yeah, I went shopping last week. Um, I wanted to avoid the first week of the shops being open. Yeah, it was you know, Hectic rush. Um, Queues for Primark for 10 miles. Yeah, I know. Ridiculous. But I think that will phase out, you know. People yeah. just like desperate to yeah. get in there. It's always like that with anything, isn't it? Yeah. As soon as anything reopens, it's just pure humans. Everywhere. Um, I also decided I had a big sort out during lockdown, sorted out my spare room and all my drawers nice. and things. Got all the free time, you've got to make the most of it, right? Also basically realised I have hoarded lingerie, <laughs> hoarded lingerie. I've got more like tights. It just builds up though, doesn't it? Yeah, and, and it doesn't take up much space. No. So I think, oh, well, like, I've got 10 black sets of underwear, yeah. but I'll need all of all them. And I love all of them equally. Yeah. They're all slightly different. So I actually started wearing a bit more towards the end. Yeah, thinking same Actually, here. I'm going to get a bit of use out of that. Yeah, I feel like both of our love for a lingerie has just gone through the roof during lockdown so it's been really positive in some ways as well because it kind of made you realize what you want in life and it's also nice to feel sexy and you know yeah i mean on that vibe are you looking forward to wearing lingerie again for your photo shoots and stuff like that well my photo shoots have started again actually so i really enjoyed um dressing up again and dolling up and i didn't realize how much i'd miss it so it's been really nice to do my hair, do my makeup and wear some beautiful lingerie and feel empowered. What about you? Yeah, same. Really looking forward to it. I've got a shoot book for a couple of weeks' time. It's like a vintage shoot. Oh, wow. It's actually with a photographer who's a friend of mine. Oh, that's but brilliant. I... Have you got a nice location booked for it? Yeah, it's a really nice studio uh, in Washington. You'll Ooh, have seen pictures of me there probably. Beautiful. Moving boudoir. No, I haven't been there. Um, so it's a friend of mine has it, and he normally does um, like uh, boudoir days for mm-hmm. ladies that aren't models. Oh, you know? I think I know who you mean. Yeah, yes. and, and lots of cheesy pin-up and stuff, yeah, but I really yeah. enjoy no, it's it. it's beautiful. And because they're friends of mine, I'm really looking forward to going, because I feel oh, a little bit rusty. Yeah. It's been yeah. years since I've modelled. Well, that's the thing, you do get rusty with posing. Yeah, and, and I feel like it might be quite intense. I used to yeah. just stare at the camera all day, and then Definitely. now I'm like, oh, I've spent a year inside. Yeah. Yeah, is it going to be really like oh what do I do so I'm having this shoot with a few friends um, we've got a makeup artist as well um, who's a fellow model that you'll probably know um, Harley Slaughter no I've not heard of her oh she's a lovely lady um, so yes it's um, a friend of mine that's doing it so then if oh, I look like a rabbit in the headlights <laughs> I won't mind you know I think the excitement of the shoot will uh, counter that yeah and I'm going to bring a lot of lingerie that I haven't worn for quite a while Brilliant. and um, it might refresh the whole process of modelling and bring a new sort of renewed and joy I, to it. I really miss that feeling of like when you get the new edits in the inbox. Yes, you yes know? that's always so exciting. Yeah. I feel like that's why a lot of people do modelling. It's just so exciting getting the results and being part of an amazing creative process. Also, you're an amazing creative person yourself. Um, you. Wasn't very a compliment. I'm joking, but you're obviously very <laughs> creative and artistic. Um, and I'm not, and I've never pretended to be. So what I love most about modelling is that I'm somebody else's muse. I don't have to think about it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I get to play for a day a part of someone else's like artistic Fantasy. vision. Yeah. Instead definitely. of me, because my worst nightmare is when a photographer says, what have do you, got you want ideas? to shoot? Yeah. You know, like, oh gosh, yeah. that's you're meant to be doing that side of it. You know, I'm just like not, I love art and I love you can appreciating it, it. But you don't feel like you are. My mind creative. is like tumbleweed. Um, <laughs> so. And abyss. Yeah, basically. 
So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting involved in other people's um, creations. And I'm sure throughout lockdown, when they've not been able to do shooting and things, people are like buzzing and brimming with ideas. Yeah, absolutely. I've been bombarded with shoots. So that's been absolutely brilliant. And I'm really looking forward to using all the lingerie we reviewed today for new shoots and things. Yeah, I'm going to be looking out for it on your social medias and things like that. Yeah, definitely. We've done some great bits together, haven't we? Definitely. I always enjoy our um, duo review days. Yeah, I do. And I really enjoy applying all the lingerie to shoots as well because we get some really artistically beautiful lingerie. And lingerie is an art in itself with all the designing and craftsmanship that goes in it. Yeah, um, it's like art for the body, isn't it? Art for the body, accentuating all the beautiful I also find um, with lingerie lowdown, sometimes it's things that you wouldn't pick up for yourself. Yeah, definitely. And I find that's even more exciting to yeah, shoot. because it I opens think... your eyes up. Yeah. Things. And yeah. you're like, oh, do you know what? That would look great. You know, yeah. I've, I've paired that up with these stockings and it looks bloody well awful. But <laughs> if I did it like this, it would look fantastic. And Yeah, absolutely. Or adding jewellery and spicing up with lots of different things or some killer heels. Yeah, adding a couple of killer heels to it. One shoe would be completely pointless, but two, <laughs> killer pair, babes. So... We're nearly at the end of our little post-lockdown catch-up, but I want to know, you know me, I love my food. Did you learn any new recipes during lockdown? Um, yes, I actually learned how to make sushi with my new flatmate, which I thought would be incredibly hard, but it's quite a fiddly process, but it's really rewarding once it's all on the plate and it looks amazing and it tastes absolutely delicious. So much better than anything you can buy from Itsu or Wasabi. I once did a little... Um, I don't actually like sushi. A lot of people don't. So it was a really bad gift. A friend of mine got me a day course making sushi. Okay. Because so he was said to me... Nightmare. Yeah. He said to me, what do you want for your birthday? And I said, uh, something I can do. Don't get me a thing. Like an experience, yeah. you know? So he okay. was like, oh, I'm with you. Say no more. But he bought you something that you hate. Yeah, so it was for me and him because he loves <laughs> sushi. Oh, but he didn't think of I you. didn't even want to touch it. So really it, it was a present for, for him. him. Yeah, and then he got to eat mine. And I didn't, you know, you got those like cold leaves. Yeah. What, what are they, Ben Bay? Ben Bay? Uh, what, Adamami beans? No, the big flat things. Like the seaweed. Seaweed, and you roll them in them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all those different types of things. I don't even want to touch that, let alone put the dead cold fish <laughs> yeah. in it and touch that and then roll it. And it's, it's very um, hands-on. It is incredibly hands-on. That's what I enjoyed about it. With me acrylic nails, no, Angel. Yeah, no, you. no. Whereas my grubby mitts enjoy things like that. Scourging in your cold little yeah, exactly. cold rice. Yeah, I mean, sushi making, that's almost a skill in itself, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's really enjoyable. Why didn't you take pictures of that? Um, did not see that on your Instagram I didn't I, I would have given just, that a like you would have I just didn't want to be that girl that takes pictures of their food all the time but if you made it yourself why not yeah I know I, think, I feel like I just don't want to be on that bandwagon what about you did you learn any new recipes no I don't cook actually do you not no what's your go to a uh, meal deal. A meal deal. Yeah. It's a classic. Yeah, it's wrap, easy. snack, Convenient. drink. Yeah. Are you an eat for purpose kind of person? Um, Eat to live or live to eat sort of thing. Yeah. I would say I live to eat. Yeah, I'd really. say I do too. Yeah. I just find I... cooking incredibly therapeutic. Food is often You're on, talking on my about, mind. like anxiety earlier. I find it really helps with that. Like it kind of calms your mind. It gives you something to focus on. I suppose a bit like doing puzzles. Yeah, there's an end piece. And, you know, yeah. if something goes along the way, like the Bob Ross paintings, it's just a happy yeah. little accident, you it know? It is just a happy little accident. Well, I've absolutely loved chatting to you, Angel. And it's so good to meet up with you again because I've really yeah, missed you. And everyone, this last year has been crazy, but it's yeah. wonderful 
to be back talking to you. It is, it is. And we've just done a load of duo reviews together, so please yeah, do keep an eye out for those guys. And um, keep, you, keep you busy for the day. Exactly. And if you'd like to hear more from me, please check out my other podcasts. We hope you have a wonderful day, yeah. and it's goodbye from us. Yeah, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Don't forget that we release a brand new episode every Wednesday for you all to enjoy. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. Don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get an extra 10% off a three, six or 12 month membership today.